0: Ah, uh, Jimmy Buffett. You know, I I was lucky enough to interview him many times, and and loved it. But I was even luckier this weekend to talk to two, three, four really good friends um, who knew him very well. A couple of them are very close to him, and just reinforced things that I think it's important for people to know. The whole slacker, kick back, party it up life. That's not who he was at his core. That certainly was the business and he certainly loved that life and he loved his fans. But he was an absolute genius when it came to business, one of the well most well-read guys you would ever see, not just in music but in show business. And he was a terrific musician, and if you need backing of that, you just see the long list of people who are lining up to pay tribute to him this weekend. I love this from James Taylor. My friend Jimmy Buffett was a real example of a man, no puffed-up, defensive, macho BS, but a model of how to enjoy the great gift of just being alive. And that's what he shared so generously with us, a positive enthusiasm being here. That so few of us knew how ill he was is essential, Jimmy Buffett. He had no intention of burdening us with his illness. Taylor continued, he told me a story once about him and Savannah, it's one of his daughters. They were wake surfing in a harbor somewhere. There was a huge freighter leaving port. Jimmy somehow got the captain of the freighter on the radio. Well, it turns out the guy was a parrot head, and he adjusted his course and speed to give Jimmy and his daughter a perfect ride to wake surf. (laughs) Cool. That's living a life. Did your dad do that for you? I mean, just it goes on and on and on. He died Friday night. He had something called Merkel cell skin cancer. It's awful. It's awful. And as 76 years old, you know, I've told you about my skin cancer issues. You know, if you grew up in the 70s, you didn't know from from sunblock. You didn't right. know from SPF factor this or that. And as you probably fact, didn't go get skin checks every year. No, no you're putting oil on your head. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're holding up a tinfoil thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, make sure you're getting even more sun. Well, he fought it for years with one of the best dermatologists in the world in Boston, and eventually with some experimental treatments in Houston. And eventually it was done. Um, As I said, 76 years old. And two months ago this weekend, he made a surprise appearance at Mac McAnally's Rhode Island show where they did Five O'Clock Somewhere. How about a little Five O'Clock Somewhere? This actually from uh, the Buffett concert at Wrigley Field. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. Nietzsche the Cubby Bear. You know, that's no throwaway rock and roll line. Meet you at the Cubby Bear. Yeah. I was talking to somebody again who knew it well. The band loved the Cubby Bear. Yeah. And Jimmy loves Chicago. So they go to the Cubby Bear a lot, and he fought. I'm going to throw a bone. Local business? Let me throw it in here. Meet you at the Cubby Bear. That's a hell of an ad from Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Right in the middle of the show. Good endorsement. Did they play there ever at the Cubby Bear? Um, I think the band rolled in a couple times yeah. and just messed around, but No. But a lot of people forget Buffett at Wrigley. That's the first concert at Wrigley. And if you've ever enjoyed a concert at Wrigley, it doesn't happen without that Jimmy Buffett show happening. And it took a lot to get it done. Um, He was married to Jane. Not this Jane, that Jane, his wife for 46 years. His daughters, Savannah and Sarah, his son, Cameron Marley, grandson Marley Ray. Six dogs, couple of sisters, big extended family. But man, what a ride. What a ride. He packed more into his life than the rest of us do 10 times over. He actually started out, he got a degree in journalism. Hmm. Really? He was going to be a rock critic. Oh. oh. And then okay. he, he had a sense of how hard it was to get going. He didn't want to be a rock critic but anymore. he always was musical. Yeah, yeah. No, he had that talent, but uh, we just couldn't get things going. It uh, turns out he'd record for over 50 years. And then Margaritaville come Monday, 5 o'clock somewhere, just uh, put them over the top. Now, this is cool, too, in my extensive research of the weekend. You know, Timothy B. Schmidt from the Eagles? hmm You know, he sang with Buffett many, many times and with the Coral Reefer Band. He's a guy that came up with Parrot Heads. Oh, really? Yeah, Timothy B. Schmidt. Buffett used to call his music golf and Western music. Golf, G-U-L-F. And yeah, like he always wanted golf. to be a country right, in star the in the early days. Golf right. and Western, there you go. Uh, he was a pilot. Uh, he was a sailor, and one friend of mine said he had this great attitude. It was take what you can, don't get caught, try not to hurt anybody, and have fun while you're doing it. <laughs> I mean, that's a life. It is a life. And he's really the only, like, this was what he did. Like, he owned this vibe. There was really no one else like him. Well, you know, Kenny Chesney came along after, and Kenny Chesney did a nice tribute to him as well. But, yeah, there was nobody before Buffett. And, and But nobody really... I don't know. It wasn't the same. If when he was trying to do this kind of, like you said, this gulf and uh, country. But he, he had this, this this own way about his shows and his music. And I don't really know any other artist. Yeah. He was throwing a party every time he got on stage. Now, in the bad old days, and he wrote songs about everything. He was really a great lyricist, a great writer. And he never got full credit for that. But there was a, a story uh, going way back about a cop shooting at his plane. <laughs> So what did he do? He turned it into a song. Here's a little bit of song called Jamaica Mistaken. Come back, come back, back to Jamaica. Don't you know we made a big mistake? Girl. So, you know, if people are shooting at your plane, I'm sure it's just <laughs> a mistake. Uh, he once got lost in the Sahara Desert. Had him write a song called Buffett Hotel. Then we heard that tall rock combo. We had come so very far, and we were welcomed out of history by the wind, sand, and the stars. I mean, you know, listen, every time you got in trouble, if you could write a song, that'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Everybody wanted to record with him. Sarah McLaughlin performed with him as well, some on stage, some in a recording studio. But uh, a pirate looks at 40. Very famous Jimmy Buffett song. That was about all the smugglers he knew personally. Really? Yeah, in the islands and in Florida. You can just imagine how cool his life was to be able to look out on the crowd swaying back and yeah. forth because everybody knew the words they were to singing along song. with all the songs yep. fittingly jimmy buffett was born on christmas day in 1946 he was a history major at southern miss as i said journalism as well pretty much summarily rejected early on by nashville and he was broke and he was ready to take his own life and he actually, he told the story to David Letterman. This was your request? Yeah, if you don't mind. This okay. would be a real uh, kick for me. All right. Now we're, oh, I think you can uh, No, I'm not leaving. It. You can join the chorus. No, no, I device. won't be singing yeah. along. I'll just be here enjoying it. Okay. Okay. This is uh, come Monday, Come right? Monday. Okay. And, I, and thank you in advance for doing this. Okay. That's very uh, nice. This is a song that kept me from killing myself in the Howard Johnson's in Marin County. Uh-huh. See, these stories are great. That's a, bad, that's a great story. Well, it hit, and I paid you, you the rent. Really Got my dog out of the pound, and uh, the was on. You were really uh, sad in a Howard Johnson's? I was deathly depressed. Yeah, I was in a Howard Johnson's under Mount Tamalpais in Marin County and uh, living there, playing in San Anselmo. It was awful, and I wrote the song, and it hit, and the rest is history. Yeah. It has to do with the color of the roof, I think, of those places. It has to do with the size of the rooms and the food next door as well. He said that. <laughs> okay. And how about that? (laughs) Talking about his depression and his suicide and being able to laugh about it. Um, But anyway, let me take you out to this part one with a little bit of that song. That's perfect, right? Jimmy Buffett, Labor Day Weekend. Heading out to San Francisco For the Labor Day Weekend Show i got my hush puppies on i guess i never was meant for glitter rock and roll and honey i didn't know that i'd be missing you so come monday it'll be all right come monday You back by my side. Uh, coming up, part two of uh, a bit of a tribute, if you will, for uh, yeah. the great Jimmy Buffett. But first, yeah. we do the news Why at a minute after song. seven on the Big 89 WLS. Rent a car and westbound train. Catch a feeling circling, honey. Can't Catch a feeling schooling around. You got this to the left, fans to the right, and you're the only bit in town. Talking about the great Jimmy Buffett. Dance gone dance to the the way too soon. We're talking off the air. Nobody expected him to ever leave. No, seventy-six not at all. years old and passed he this weekend. It, it, no one knew he was sick, or right. very few people, right. so it was unexpected. And you know, you just kind of take it it's for a, granted. It's amazing quote from Paul McCartney coming up. Who I'm told by a good source spent um, some time with Jimmy shortly before he passed in person. Mm. That's how good uh, uh, friends they became. Anyway, Buffett was singing in bars in New Orleans. Loved New Orleans. First album back in 1970 called A Mile High in Denver. Wasn't going well. Jerry Jeff Walker finally gets him to Key West in 1972, and, of course, that becomes his adopted home. 73 and 74, a great title for an album, kind of a peek into the future that you knew this guy was funny, and he got it. A white sport coat and a pink crustacean. (laughs) And living and dying in three-quarter time. And A1A. They, critics loved those, actually, but nobody was buying them. And it wasn't until 1977 when he did Changes in Attitude, Changes in Latitudes, which introduced "Margaritaville" as a hit. And uh, also brought up a, a Son of a Sailor. And Buffett became radio-friendly at major uh, um, um, stops all over the country. And really, it started to roll from there. Now you go back, I think it was 2011... I was lucky enough to be invited to a private show for CMT, Country Music Television. Our, mm-hmm. our, our boss, Brian Phillips, has run in CMT for years. And he put together Jimmy Buffett and the Zac Brown Band. Son of a son, son of a son, son of a son. I would highly encourage you to uh, watch those Crossroads clips. It was a fantastic show. I don't know, 500 people maybe there. Mm-hmm. But just a, a great, great night. So why is a guy with a couple of heads such a big deal? Well, one of the other things is everybody that met him thought they were his friend. And it wasn't a fake thing. He had a great curiosity about life, which I think is why he ran all over the world and did all the things he did. And why he never stopped. But when he was with you, if you weren't Setting off his BS meter. He's happy to talk to you and happy to know you. He told the truth. He was always honest about where he was, who he was, what he did, what he did wrong. He said, I got older, too, and I kind of started to realize I know who I am and I know my limits. And I loved his take on critics in the, in the, back in the day. This is a quote from Buffett. He said, I just don't listen to him anymore. Because as Faulkner said, how many rock stars quote Faulkner? as Faulkner said I don't read reviews because they hurt my feelings Uh, some critics would say well he's just playing the same old S word well that's what people uh, pay to see I'm an entertainer and until I can fill up uh, or until I can't fill up seats I'm not going to listen to any of that I listen to my audience I connect with my audience I don't play at my audience I play for my audience Mm -hmm. And again, the line of people lining up pay page. Sheryl Crow. Just saw him while I was recording with Dolly Parton and Emmylou Harris. He was as he always was, a bright light, wonderful sense of humor, always warm. Gonna miss knowing he's on the planet, but I know he's up there sailing that bright blue Caribbean. Bob Dylan loved him. Loved the lesser known stuff. Bob Dylan called Jimmy Buffett a great poet. How about that? Clint Black, Jimmy Buffett is one of my biggest influences. Got to work with him many times. Discovered firsthand that he was exactly what we hoped he would be. He was a modern-day Mark Twain. Kenny Chesney will make you cry. Kenny Chesney said he owed everything to Buffett. Really? And over the weekend, he got out on the beach near where he lives to do Salem. um, And uh, and son of a sailor. Um, And uh, shared a video of him doing it. And he's crying when he was talking about it. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys said, love and mercy, Jimmy. Elton John wrote, uh, Jimmy Buffett has uh, and was a unique and treasured entertainer. His fans adored him, and he never let him down. He said, it's the saddest news, a lovely man gone way too soon. Bob Seger, sunshine personified, never met a human being that didn't like him. He's going to be greatly missed. And I talk about the range of people that came out to support him. How about this quote from Pitbull? Pitbull? Huh. He's on stage with Pitbull, had a great time with Pitbull because he could play anything. He could sing anything. Mm -hmm. He said, Jimmy, you live life and didn't let life live you. A true pioneer and a trailblazer. Thank God for Jimmy Buffett. And when life gives you limes, make margaritas. Rest in paradise. Uh, It just, the list just goes on and on. on. Love the Cubs. Of course, we mentioned this earlier. Mm -hmm. First concert at Wrigley Field was Jimmy Buffett. Open the door to all the other stuff. Over the weekend at the Alabama and Auburn football games, this is a boy from Mobile. You know, he grew up, part of his life was in Alabama. Uh-huh. And the crowds at Alabama and at Auburn stadiums both stood up and, and were singing uh, Margaritaville. Wow. Top of their lungs. Because, again, everybody knows the words. I just got the chills when you said that. Great musician, great man, and man could he write. Here's a few Jimmy Buffett lines. Take it all in. It's as big as it seems. Count all your blessings and remember your dreams. Takes no more time to see the good side of life than the bad. Go fast enough to get there, but slow enough to see. We got to roll with the punches, play all our hunches, and make the best of whatever comes your way. Buffett wrote, some people never find it, some only pretend, but I just want to live happily ever after now and then. He said, life's a journey that's not measured in miles or years, but in experiences, and I love this one too. Wrinkles will only go where the smiles have bit. Mm-hmm. Now, he was a terrific writer, not just of songs, but of books. I told you, he read everything. Incredibly well read. He wrote five best selling books. That puts him alongside Ernest Hemingway and John Steinbeck. Wow. As one of only six authors to top the bestseller list for both fiction and nonfiction. And of course, the business genius record label, bars, restaurants, senior housing, cruises, resorts, casinos, clothes, gear, and merch. All that merch margaritaville inarguably the most lucrative song ever because it opened a door to all of this and that third career as an entrepreneur led to those hotels and restaurants and everything else mentioned um and about a billion dollars in net worth uh, it's estimated now there's one example a frozen concoction maker that he came up with a few years ago which he called his frozen concoction maker Mm -hmm. somebody pointed out to him at the time going jimmy everybody's got a blender yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, six months later he had it in williams and sonoma with hundreds of thousands of pre-orders and He didn't work the parties he didn't campaign for awards didn't do a lot of interviews but he always was a very very big deal steve croft profiled him on 60 minutes uh, years ago and if we have time i'm gonna play that clip for you at some point as well but must remember and recognize his coral reefer band because Uh, Mac McAnally and Mike Utley are two of the guys hurting the most today because, you know, he was their guy, but Doyle Grisham, who was with the band forever. Um, you know, it just goes on and on. And I was touched by this. There's a guy named John Vernon. You wouldn't know him. He's got a couple of hundred followers on Twitter. He's just a guy, right? Mm -hmm. And he wrote this over the weekend. He said, I worked in the New Orleans Margaritaville in college up until 2006. It was a good job. When Katrina hit, we all had to evacuate. Uh, We didn't think we'd be gone from the city for months. We didn't know. We didn't know we'd lost most of our belongings permanently. We packed light, mostly for just a weekend away. A week later, it became clear we didn't know when we were going back. He said, I ended up in Austin, Texas, with the clothes on my back and pretty much nothing else. And for the next three months, I called FEMA every day to try and get some relief money so I could replace what I'd lost. But you know who didn't make me wait? Jimmy Buffett. Buffett and Margaritaville cut all the employees in New Orleans $3,000 checks right after the storm. No questions asked. He said that money saved lives. They also let employees know that if any of us could get any other Margaritaville uh, or to any other Margaritaville, there was a job waiting for them. So a lot of them got into cars and they went to Orlando. He said, so I ended up in Orlando. And they set us up with clothes. It was all Margaritaville merch, but it was better than nothing. Right. <laughs> he said we had a job, we had housing, they even comped our meals. We ate at the restaurant. And come October, the New Orleans Margaritaville reopened. Wow. No big what a fan story. for us. Yeah, no big fan for us. You know who came in first night? Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett sat down, and played for an hour. Wow. Solo acoustic show in the bar to help bring people in. And of course, all the money went to them. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. This man, right, showed up for us when we needed it. He took care of me and my friends, and I'll always be grateful. Speaking of friends, <clears throat> pardon me, but speaking of friends, um, Brian Phillips, a good friend of his, and our boss will be on later. Mm-hmm. But I also want to mention um, my good friend Jay Blunk, who is a boss with the Cubs sure. and uh, with the Blackhawks. Very close to Jimmy. Oh, he had great stories all weekend. And uh, my friend Craig Jockel, who was in town visiting this weekend, and told a great story about. Um, going to visit his sister when he was a kid in college and his sister had just come off a boat where she and her boyfriend had spent some time and met a guy named Jimmy Buffett and fell in love with his music and was with it ever since. Uh, If you move by any of this, uh, Jimmy Buffett's foundation, Singing for Change, is a great place to contribute. The family also says, remember Brigham and Women's Hospital, the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, or the MD Anderson Cancer Center. Buffett a long time ago started the Save the Manatee Club. He loved manatees. And uh, they've Mm -hmm. done a tremendous amount of conservation work as well. And on the website for Buffett, just Google up Jimmy Buffett, they sell last mango apparel and all the money goes, you know, uh, back to charity. But let me just wrap this up with this. Paul McCartney wrote this this weekend. Paul McCartney, you familiar with Mr. McCartney? No, never heard (laughs) of him. Who's that guy? Fairly familiar guy. Paul McCartney said, it seems that so many wonderful people are leaving this world and now Jimmy Buffett is one of them. I've known Jimmy for some time and found him to be one of the kindest and most generous people. I remember once on holiday when I'd forgotten to bring my guitar and was itching to play. He said he'd get me one of his, but I said, "Why, well, I'm, I'm left-handed. So Jimmy had one of his roadies restring one of his guitars, which he loaned me for the rest of the holiday. He then followed that act of generosity by giving me my own beautiful left-handed guitar that he had made wow. by one of his guitar-making pals. So if you're going, well, Paul McCartney's worth a few billion, what do I buy, Paul McCartney? No, just make him a guitar. Yeah. Hey. It's a beautiful instrument, McCartney said, and every time I play it now, it'll remind me of what a great man Jimmy was. He had the most amazing lust for life and a beautiful sense of humor. When we swap tales, now again, listen to this. Paul McCartney, when we swapped tales about the past, his were so exotic and lush and involved sailing trips and surfing and so many exciting stories, I couldn't keep up. Paul McCartney <laughs> couldn't, couldn't keep, keep up. up. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. up to the last minute, his eyes still twinkled with a humor that said, I love this world and I'm going to make every minute count. So many of us will miss Jimmy and his tremendous personality, his love for everybody and mankind as a whole. Last but not least, the songwriting and the vocal ability. He said if someone made an interesting remark, repeated it in his gorgeous Louisiana drawl and said, Well, that's a good idea for a song. Most times it didn't take too long for that song to appear. Yeah. McCartney said, I was happy to have played on one of his latest songs called My Gummy Just Kicked In. <laughs> <laughs> He said we had a real fun session. He played me some of his new songs. One in particular I loved was called Bubbles Up. You may have heard it over the weekend. And I told him that not only was this song great, but his vocal is probably the best I've heard him sing ever. He turned a diving phrase that's used to train people underwater into a metaphor for life. When you're confused and don't know where, you just follow the bubbles. They'll take you up to the surface, straighten you out right away. So long, Jim. You're a very special man and a friend, and it was a great privilege to get to know you and love you bubbles up, Paul. Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. And Jimmy Buffett said, if there's a heaven for me, bubbles I'm sure it has up. a beach attached. Of course. Let's pop a cork to the rough and the right, to the bright blazing days, and the sweet star is